Hi there, just a quick message before we get started. As we move forward with the podcast, we would like to give you the opportunity to participate in various challenges that are exciting and affordable. This month, we are offering a 21-day meetings challenge that gives you all the key tools that you need to participate at a higher level in your English meetings, such as agreeing, clarifying, disagreeing, making suggestions and interrupting. All the essential stuff. So if you're interested in getting to the next level with your English meetings, click the link in the show notes and sign up free to the waitlist. The link will only be available until the 27th of May. So make sure you don't miss out. Okay, now let's get on with the show. Welcome to episode 40 of the Transformer to Inglés Profesional podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Smith. Today, I will be talking with Alistair, an amazing coach from my team, all about why you should not try to understand everything when you're watching a film, why it is important to connect with your interests, why you should be wary of accents, what your strategy should be with subtitles, why it is great to listen to something twice, why the issue of volume is fundamental, and which type of film genres you should avoid. This podcast helps push your business English communication skills to the next level so that you can grow professionally and achieve your international career goals. So without further ado, let's get straight into it. Enjoy! Hi everyone! Today we're going to do something a little bit different because we received a message from one of our listeners whose name is Luis and he had a very interesting question so we thought that we would kind of explore it a little bit and Luis basically asked us a question about why he kind of finds it generally quite easy to listen to us and other podcasts. In fact, he kind of says that he understands about 90 to 95% of our podcast, for example, and other podcasts. But then he has a problem when he has to listen to films without subtitles, and he feels that he can really barely follow or understand. And so what we thought we would do is we would discuss this and kind of give you a little bit of advice in terms of what approach you can take to, to make sure that you kind of always have a strategy in place to to understand as much as you possibly can okay and enjoy the process as well so as usual Alistair is here with me hi Alistair hi good morning how are you I'm fine how are you yeah well a little bit of a cold but I think I'm okay I think I'll get through the but excuse my voice or if I cough but (laughs) you're sounding a little a little yeah. bit uh, strange, but yes. Yeah, uh, I noticed it okay. when we started. When we started. Yeah, this you morning. said this morning. Yeah. You're okay. You got a cold. Yeah. I think I've got the. Yeah. I, I can feel a cold coming on, as they ah, say. Yes. So the the yeah, beginnings was... of a cold. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, yeah. but well, I think so, yeah. Yeah, no problem to get through to the end today. I hope. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. 
So the first thing that we wanted to just discuss was one of these questions that Luis highlighted, which was that he can understand podcasts, but then especially sort of English teacher podcasts, all of these kind of YouTube channels that also have sort of English teachers trying to teach English. He understands all of those. But then when he gets into the whole sort of films and series, mm-hmm. he finds it a lot more difficult. So I think maybe we'll start there and with the whole idea of what we've discussed before about sort of English teachers and the way they filter their language, right, Alistair? Yeah, well, it's normal, obviously, if you're teaching a language and it's about learning English, the way people speak, the content and the way you speak as a teacher will be will be very different to, well, a normal life, as in normal native speakers just having conversations in the street, in a bar, in work, and then obviously in movie. I mean, movies try in an exaggerated form to represent sort of real life. Now, obviously, extreme situations often, no, with violence and police and criminals and whatever the topic may be, mm. or science fiction. In that sense, you say it's not reality, but in a way, they are trying to represent sort of real people speaking in real situations. They're not, it's not like us speaking, trying to teach Spanish speakers English. So naturally, however much you try, and we've talked about this in previous episodes, we try to have a sort of more or less normal conversation speaking in a more or less normal way yeah. but in the end it's not it's not like two native speakers sitting in a bar in a, in a pub in london having a beer chatting about whatever they're talking about so inevitably consciously or subconsciously we f- we filter the way we speak either the vocabulary we use trying to avoid strange expressions or slang or bad words swearing that people mm. use in normal life and we we try to speak clearly you know we also after you've been a teacher for years teaching you tend to speak like i'm speaking now clearly and vocalizing not speaking like this mumbling there's a good word to mumble yeah so mumbling is when you speak like and it's difficult to hear what people say so you know that's right uh we speak relatively clearly compared to many native speakers especially the way people speak in movies or series or in real life so yeah that's why it's easier to understand us or people in youtube or podcasts teaching english no that's right. Because the way right. they speak is is clearer. We don't have strong accent. We have very neutral voices. We Obviously, do. we have English accents because we're from England, from different mm. parts of England. There are slight differences in the way we pronounce some words, which most people probably won't even notice. But basically, we've been teachers for many years, and we tend to speak in a teacher voice like this <laughs> quite clearly. <laughs> so I say to my students sometimes, they say, oh, it's great. I understand every word you say. It's wonderful. Yeah, why, of course. why doesn't everyone speak like you? Because then I go to England <laughs> yeah. or to London on holiday, or a guy, yeah. from, a guy from Britain comes to a meeting, and we don't understand a word they say. Yeah. So I say because they're not teachers and they, they, they don't speak they have, like and yeah. they don't often often conscious of how they speak and how difficult it is for other people to understand. Yeah, they, they haven't developed their teacher voice. That's right. Yes, so, the yeah. teacher voice, and they and don't takes, filter the way they well, that's speak. Right. That's right. It's all about filtering and and clarity. And the, over the years, you kind of you develop your teacher voice. If you are a teacher, you develop a teacher voice. And yeah. we kind of with this podcast, we kind of wanted to avoid that as much as possible. We want yeah. to be as quick, you know, quick and use a whole range of vocabulary that more native mm. speakers might use together, right? And I think that is working to a certain extent. I think we're fifty so, fifth. We're somewhere in yeah, the yeah, kind of yeah. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we're given kind of... So, giving... so if he can understand 95% of our conversations, that's pretty good. It is pretty good. Yeah. It's true it that it's... Good. Then you go and watch an American movie, for example, and you understand maybe 20, 30%. 
Yeah. Uh, but that's just the way you have to also accept that they are very difficult. That's just how it is. <laughs> Some yes, things are more right. difficult to understand than others. Some people are more difficult to understand than others mm. by the way they speak. Yeah. Um, same for us. I don't know about you, Daniel, but I, I mean, I can listen to things in Spanish like the radio, podcasts, uh, t most TV programs. I understand virtually everything. Again, mm -hmm. it depends on the person yeah. you're listening yeah, yeah. to. Mm -hmm. But then I watch a Spanish TV series or a movie and it's much more difficult. Right. Again, yeah. depending on what kind of movie, the subject matter, the actors, yeah. there's a lot of variation. There's movies I understand 80%, 90%, and then others 30% or 40%. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and I've lived here 25 years. Yeah. Watch, sure. And I have problems sometimes I can't follow. I'm watching a series at the moment, a Spanish series called, it's called, I can't remember the title, but it's about basically a gang of cocaine dealers in the 90s in Madrid. Right. Imagine. So the way they speak, they're working class people from a working class neighborhood in Madrid and they're drug dealers, etc. So with the slang cultural references, there's another yeah. thing from the 90s yeah. in Madrid that you've yeah. got to understand and just the way they talk and very quickly and with accent, etc. And I, under I can understand enough to follow it. I can just about follow it and I can enjoy it and I know more mm -hmm. or less what's mm -hmm. happening, but I'd understand everything they say, maybe yeah. 50%. And some people, some of the actors, almost nothing. Sure, sure, sure. So, you know, I think, it's not easy. Yeah. No, no, it's not easy. And I think that this is like, we want to give Luis a whole, uh, as much advice as we can. So we've come up with seven different bullet points and to try and give as, you know, as much value mm. as, as we can here. And I think that very much connects to our first key point, which is don't try to understand everything, right? Mm. Because it, when you are listening to that series about these, you know, drug dealers in Madrid, you are not really getting anxious. So that's another really important no, point. Should, you're relaxed about understanding 50%. And I think that is so, so important. Okay, because it, if you go into a situation where you feel as if, okay, I'm understanding 50% here, or, or even less, and you kind of get worried about it anxious about it that will make you even understand, understand much even much less, less. you yeah you won't enjoy the process okay mm -hmm. so our actual first piece of advice here is don't try to understand yeah. everything or don't expect literally. to understand everything well yeah because you probably right. you won't in most you won't that's things. right it's it's unrealistic expectation, right? Yeah. To, to, I mean, certainly when you're talking about a film or a, or a series, you know, for you to understand 100%, a lot of people have also these sort of perfectionist profiles where they feel mm. they have to understand absolutely everything. That is also a hindrance if you have that particular type of profile and you have to keep that under control if you can, mm. okay? Because, you know, you might feel really uncomfortable when you don't understand everything. But actually the key is feeling comfortable with not understanding everything. I mean, you know, you learn so, so much when you are in situations where you don't understand everything. I mean, I, I'm sure for Alistair, it was exactly the same for you, like Spanish social events when I first came here, you know, mm. like I would go to a Spanish family event and I would understand maybe 20% maximum Okay, but I wasn't hard on myself in the fact that I was like, okay, well, I didn't, I didn't understand much of that. But yeah, you, you have to you, enjoy you probably the don't process. Inter intervene very much in the conversation. No, so no, it's you difficult don't. To, to it's difficult to interject when everyone's talking quickly. Uh, that's right. 
That's right. Yeah. And you yeah, lose yeah. sometimes the thread. But yeah. Elo, no, you lose the thread of the conversation sometimes. Yeah. You get a bit lost. Yeah, yeah it's difficult, yeah. especially often you have the TV in the background. Yeah, as well. Very bad Spanish habit, I have to say, or at least in my Spanish family, is leaving the TV in the living room. Oh, yeah. That's the, where, that's, in the background while you're having yeah. lunch. Yeah. So you've got all this noise, people speaking at the same time, interrupting each other. So those yeah. situations also, and in films, they represent that, no? You've got yeah. typical movie, the people around the dining table in a, all chatting and talking and shouting, and, or in a disco in a bar with background music. Yeah. So all these situations, yeah, it's difficult to understand and you have to really concentrate. And sometimes right. you, yeah, you don't understand everything, but you have to try from the concept, get the the global meaning, no? The, That's more right. or less the idea of what's going on and try to follow right. it as best you can. Yeah, and I think another mm. concept which is kind of interesting here is the difference between the subconscious mind and the conscious mind mm. as well. Because like lots of people think about this whole idea of, oh, if I go and live in another country, then my English will improve much better. Mm. Now, one of the reasons it does improve quite a lot when you actually go and live in, in another country is obviously you've got more exposure, which is fantastic. Mm. But also like you're listening to that language, but you're not actively listening to it. It's kind of like your subconscious mind is, is, is working. You know, yeah. and that really, really helps for, in terms of absorbing language. So even if you think that you're not actively doing anything, something is really working there. So that if you can combine that whole idea of being okay with not understanding everything mm. and just kind of absorbing Staying as much as you absor- can, exactly, that's really a good strategy. Like no, photosynthesis. No that's right. Absolutely. Well, when I yeah, first osmos- came, osmosis. Yeah. Right? Osmosis yeah. maybe is a better word. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, when I first came here, what I did was, and obviously this is easy. Well, now you can do it. It was much more difficult 25 years ago because then you had to really live in the country to be exposed to like radio and TV and just Mm. having the language around you. But now, obviously, with internet and YouTube and podcasts and you can be sitting in your house in Spain or Colombia and you've got a lot of access to to material no to listen to yeah okay it's not the same as being there in the country where you're just walking in the street going shopping sitting on a bus you're just hearing the language spoken around you all the time so that is one thing you can't get if you don't no. live in the country yeah sure but i i used to just put the when i was cleaning the the flat where i lived when i first came i just put the radio on all day mm. and i'd mm. be cleaning so i'm not i wasn't concentrating listening to the radio uh, i didn't yeah. understand it nothing yeah virtually nothing yeah. maybe 10 yeah. percent I just sure. have it in the background all day while I was in the house cleaning the kitchen, oh. maybe with the radio on, just absorbing it, and the, and that finally, is... gradually, after a few days, weeks, months, years, you, <laughs> well, maybe not years, but months, finally, you, yeah, real, sure. you, you suddenly realize yeah. that you're understanding more than you yeah. did before. That is that. a that is such a magical moment. That is it's such a wonderful a magical. Oh, it I is. understood a whole like conversation or three or four sentences (laughs) that is really amazing and in the car then when i was driving a lot between classes a bit later i just have the the radio on just right half it i didn't understand but i just have it there so you're subconsciously just absorbing hearing the language constantly rather than concentrating on i'm going to try to watch a film yeah or an episode of a series and then you get frustrated and you get bored yeah it's not entertaining if you're not no it's not no no, that's right. That's and you don't right. want well, to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that is such a powerful strategy, Alistair. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that that anecdote that you just explained there is like 
I would say that that is how I learned so many of you know the different languages that I've learned. It's just like it's such a powerful way to to just really enjoy the process, not to put too much effort in, not to put too much mm. pressure on yourself, but just like have it there in the background, and mm. your brain will absorb it. It's incredible. It is yeah. quite incredible. Yeah, because now you can listen to the BBC or CNN or whatever it may be in internet. No, so you could yeah. just have the radio four or whatever from britain or the bbc world service yeah you could just have it on in the background all the time as you're cleaning the house or doing something absolutely Um, yeah or listening to podcasts just listen with your with your earphones in when you're gardening or i don't know anything that you might do that's right yeah in the back i used to just watch tv i just turn on the tv in the apartment and watch often rubbish tv is quite good it is so so just typical you know game shows and yeah just yeah. you know, reality shows, just rubbish TV, in my opinion. Yeah. But yeah. So it's nothing very important, and it doesn't really matter if you understand it. You don't have to follow a story or a plot. So it's not yeah. like watching a film or mm. a series because then yeah. you get lost and you you're not enjoying it. But if it's just people babbling, <laughs> that's a good word, <laughs> babbling. So it's just blah, 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 blah. so I just turn on the TV and just sit there watching TV, not understanding most of what was going on. Yeah. Or, but it didn't matter, you know. Uh, yeah just your typical I, evening t- television programs yeah right? at the beginning of my process with spanish i did i actually watched quite a lot of cookery programs for oh, some yeah, kind of for strange example. reason and i don't know that's obviously quite good for prepositions and stuff <laughs> <laughs> put it on under over that type of stuff but it's just really or da- yeah typical or daytime tv typical yeah, yeah cookery programs and chat shows yeah and- yeah yeah, these yeah, are great yeah. just for I just sit there and just absorb it and don't worry that I'm not you know you're not understanding everything but gradually it's amazing how your brain you you will understand it more and you it's will. a wonderful feeling as you say when suddenly after a period of time you suddenly you're not even aware sometimes that you no are you're not aware it. of it that's right <laughs> you go, oh, you're not yeah, aware of it, it. <laughs> yeah and this is where your subconscious brain is is really really powerful and we we don't i think you know in general we're not really aware of just how powerful that subconscious brain is and we kind of often don't really know how to access it because it is difficult to access but that mm. that is just a method that works so so yeah. well and it does give you that moment that is truly magical where suddenly you say wow now i've suddenly with seemingly very little effort, I understand this, and I don't know why. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But you have to have patience, so no, and you have you to do. Keep, yeah. keep doing it, and it's repetition, yeah. repetition. Yeah, like consistency, everything. absolutely. Yeah, consistency. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so, a word that we were going to use that we didn't talking about. Don't try to understand everything. Is try to yeah. get the general gist. G I S T. So the gist of something is the general meaning, but not the specific details. No? That's right. So get the gist of what you're listening to. And yeah. if you can get the general idea of the topic, what they're talking yeah. about, at the beginning at least, that's that's enough. Yeah, it's a great word, in fact. It's like you might, you, you might, ask, or somebody might ask you, did you understand the presentation? And you would say, well, well not completely, but I got the gist. I you got know? the gist so, of it. So I got yeah. the important bits enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a good word. It's a good word. Yeah, very just, high, le- high level, high level. Yeah. That's. I'd be very impressed if somebody can said that to me. Yeah. Some Spanish speaker. Good word. Said that yes, to me. gist. Yeah, absolutely. To get the gist yeah. of something. 
Good. The second point, and this is kind of very much connected to a friend of mine called Manuel, and he loves this strategy. And it's basically the idea that you should listen or watch to things that you really, really like. Now, it's probably worth me explaining a little bit of Manuel. And Manuel is a friend of mine who I've known for many, many years. He has like a C2 level in English, kind of like one of the highest levels that I know in terms of like any anyone I know who's you know a Spanish speaker. I don't know many Spanish speakers who have a C2 level. I'm sure there are lots out there, but I know Manuel. And this is his favorite, favorite strategy. And I, I often ask him, you know, oh, like how, how do you feel you got to that C2 level? And he always says he like loves listening to things that truly, truly interest him. So he's used lots of podcasts, obviously has very specific interests. He's very much into flying and all sorts of technical elements of flying. So he likes to listen to podcasts about, you know, planes and all that type of stuff. So a a lot of those podcasts are in English, and so he gets a huge amount of value from that that type of content. And of course, he hugely enjoys it as well. So I think there is a point there. You know, enjoy the content that you are listening to. Yeah, yeah. Choose things you like, subjects you like. So if you're interested Absolutely. in a particular sport, there are many podcasts on sport on you know baseball or American football, rugby, football. There are thousands. Like yeah. the World Cup at the moment, you can be listening every day to people chatting about what's been going on in the, the games today. Mm. So if you like that, listen to that because you're interested in it. So you're more likely to want to listen to it and to enjoy it or whatever yeah. it may be, you know, documentaries on uh, economy. There are many, many podcasts or on things like financial stuff and economy and current affairs news. Yeah. So if you like news and current affairs, there's so much material with the BBC and CNN and podcasts yeah. with people talking mm. about what's going on in the world at the moment. So whatever you're particularly interested in, you you like golf, I'm sure. I've never tried because I don't play golf. I bet there's a hundred golf podcasts out there with people mm. discussing golf or stamp collecting or I don't know. Whatever your hobby or interest is, try to watch or listen to things about that. And you're more Absolutely. likely to enjoy it. No? Absolutely. Want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah. The connection with something that you have interest in is really, really important. Mm. And Motiva it motivates you. Yeah, it motivates you, absolutely. Not, you're demotivated yeah. and you're not interested yeah. and you're not going to yeah. do it. No. Yeah. For example, that happens with me, especially with sort of my German and my French, where, for example, I feel quite rusty with those two languages because I don't use them very often. But then when I there's a, a documentary that is in German or something in French, I always want to kind of try to listen to it in original version and but if it's about a subject that I'm really really interested in even though I find it a little bit difficult right I find it a little bit difficult to to mm. to understand I'm a bit rusty I have enough motivation because the topic is is mm. exactly you know something yeah. that I'm really really motivated to to know about and yeah, you make I the want effort, to watch it. You know? yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. And maybe so, you're familiar, so. more familiar with the vocabulary from the start because it's a topic you already may have read about or studied or you like. Yeah. So maybe it's easier yeah. for you to understand from that perspective as well. And you yeah. want to learn new words or new vocabulary. So you're actively wanting to listen and get new words yep. and make a note yep. of them maybe. Or just you mm. know try to listen to it to enjoy what they're talking about. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, number number two there to listen to something that you really kind of like and enjoy and are interested in. Absolutely great. Number three is where of accents. Now accents we can talk about for a long, long time. We we mm. did a little. We talked about this a little bit before we started recording. And there are two ways to look at this. Okay, partly you could be slightly you know wary. You can say in English wary, wary of accents. A yeah, afraid, a bit, a bit worried. Yeah, cautious. Yeah, but, a bit cautious that's right that's right because they can cause quite a lot of problems and especially in sort of sort of films and series they do use a lot of accents they kind of try to place the character in their context and so then the the character will often put on a certain specific types of accents mm. and those accents can be difficult to understand right and and there's no way of getting around that right Alistair? yeah exactly and as i think we mentioned in the previous episode we talked about the the film train spotting for example mm. yeah so there's an example where even for native speakers these accents can be very difficult if they're very strong so you know for americans as i think we said i believe i could be wrong but i heard that in usa with train spotting this film set in so heroin addicts in a neighborhood a tough working class neighborhood of edinburgh had to have subtitles in english for the americans because they couldn't understand it and even for me watching it and i think british people english people were more we hear scottish accents a lot because obviously it's in the same country and you hear them on tv or you have friends who are scottish or so we're more yeah. familiar with the scottish accent than an american but even yeah. for me i remember it was di quite difficult and sometimes you really had to concentrate and you didn't understand every word so this is, again, yeah. about not understanding everything. When you're a native speaker, you also don't always understand every word that's said in a movie or a series in your own language for different reasons. Sometimes you just can't hear what they say. The volume's not good or there's a lot of background noise in the film. But you, can, you, can, you don't stop watching it because you didn't understand one word. You yeah. keep listening and you can follow what's going on from you get the gist of it you know yeah so that film i could watch it and enjoy it but i didn't understand every single word they were saying all the time and some characters were more difficult to understand than others so yeah if native speakers sometimes have problems with strong accents then imagine if you're a non-native speaker it's almost impossible so you're yeah. trying to watch a scorsese movie with people of italian origin in new york maybe mm. in the italian mm. neighborhood you know a sort of criminal class if you like you know that can be very very difficult even for native speakers to follow for, for an english person for example or even an Absolutely, american yeah. not from new york yeah yeah <laughs> could be difficult yeah. so yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's accents can be yeah or obviously any strong accent is always going to be difficult and That's even right. for native speakers sometimes when Absolutely. it's extremely difficult you know strong yeah yep yep no question no question about that yeah i mean i think i mentioned to my followers mm. about the whole film about uh, ocho aperidos which i think starts in andalusia and then goes to the north i can't remember exactly well, it's different. But, uh, yeah 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 and they made another versions. one in catalonia yeah, yeah but, but that's right exactly yeah but uh, but that's that was extremely difficult for me to understand I, I think i needed subtitles to understand that and even when i mentioned that to some spanish speakers they said well it was difficult for us to understand as well so you know like it's not with accents you have to be careful because you might say, oh, well, I don't understand this. And that's yeah. because, you know, I'm a Spanish speaker trying to understand English. Well, maybe not. Maybe it's yeah. actually quite difficult for, for exactly. even native speakers to understand. I remember so don't watching, be hard. I remember yourself. watching an Argentinian film set in Buenos, in a particular neighborhood of Buenos Aires. And there was, at the beginning of the film, there was a father and son sitting in a restaurant having a conversation for the first five minutes of the film. And watching it on DVD, I think this is a few years ago, mm. and and with my wife who's Spanish, 
and said, oh, this is a good film. Let's watch this film together. And after about five minutes, she saw my face and sort of paused it. I must, And I said, are you understanding anything? I was like, not really, no. A few words, but... And she said, don't worry, me neither. <laughs> so she said, well, we'll rewind it. We'll put it back and watch it again. She said, look, this is... This is well, for Argentinian accent, which actually yeah, so course, I, yeah. I, I understand pretty well. But after, you know, years listening to it, it's Argentinian accent, Buenos Aires. So it's slang from a particular neighborhood of Buenos yeah. Aires. Yeah. Which obviously yeah, a Spanish yeah. person does. She said, there's lots of words they're using. They said, I, she, she, I mean, obviously you could understand it better than me. And she mm. could she could probably get the gist of it mm, and probably be able yeah. to continue watching the film, uh, okay, yeah. and following what's going on. But she said she understood about maybe fifty percent, right? So okay. she only stands fifty percent. What chance have I got? I understood <laughs> yeah, about two percent. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. So yeah, don't be too hard on yourself, and kind of be aware that it might be genuinely really, really difficult. So mm. you know, choosing the right content is really vital, mm. and don't make it too difficult for yourself. Obviously, challenge yourself, but don't make it overly difficult because then you'll just become demotivated. So yeah, I just again on that subject, I remember watching The Wire, very famous okay. American mm-hmm. series set in Baltimore, mm-hmm. a police series again with drug dealers they seem to be the most difficult people to understand i've noticed mm. recommended it to me go oh, it's the greatest series ever you have to watch it it's amazing i tried to watch it i think i gave up after about three episodes i should try i keep saying i'll try again one day and give it a second opportunity because yeah. people keep telling me it's fantastic no it is it's supposed to be very good yeah it's supposed to be very good but i could understand yeah. like the police no problem but there was but when the 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 black it was a black neighborhood of baltimore working class neighborhood drug dealers when they were having conversations between themselves i couldn't understand a word they were saying i mean literally not one word it was like chinese or foreign language i had to listen i had to put either english subtitles or actually i i changed it to spanish doblado dubbed yes dubbed in spanish and in spanish i understood every word perfectly (laughs) but that's crazy if you're english how can you not understand an american series but you understand it in spanish why because the spanish actors who are dubbing it are not representing or trying to copy that way of speaking in Spanish, which yeah. would be, I don't know, some drug dealers from some neighborhood of Sevilla or something in Andalusia. Yeah. No, they were just speaking like actors, like radio presenters. Like, Hola, buenos dias, como estas? So they were speaking incredibly clearly with normal vocabulary and vocalizing, <laughs> totally not representative of how the people in the native language were speaking two completely right. different things so i could yeah. understand it in spanish but not in english inverted commas it was almost yeah. like a dialect basically right yeah 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 so Super there's an example if you're not understanding that don't worry me neither <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> very good very good and that takes us on nicely to point number four which are transcriptions and maybe more evenly subtitles right mm. now transcriptions we might come on to in a minute but subtitles are key question for many many people and so this kind of thing is us touching on that now obviously here you have three different options most of the time you have obviously to see the see something obviously you want to watch it in original version so you're watching something in english but then you've got the option of putting the subtitles in spanish or you put the subtitles in English, or you don't have any subtitles mm. at all, right? Now, clearly, this is a kind of a scale, a kind of a ladder, if you like. If you're beginning, then maybe you would like to put subtitles in Spanish. 
But I would highly, highly recommend that you go as quickly as you possibly can to the second level, which is where you have English as subtitles and obviously English audio. This is much, much better, much better than the first version because there's been quite a few research projects showing that when Spanish speakers watch a TV series in original version, so they're watching it in English, but with Spanish subtitles, the improvement to their English was close to zero. So in many cases, I think it is very, very important to put the subtitles in English if you can, right? Then after that, when you start to feel really comfortable and you kind of feel as if you don't really need subtitles anymore, then by all means, go without any subtitles. And that's kind of the, the top level and it work, works very nicely. It should, you know, there's no reason for you not to do that. If you feel you can get there, you feel you can understand most things, then turn off the subtitles, no problem at all. Yeah, I'll put them um, back on again. Like, so the bits you don't yeah, understand, absolutely. just stop it. Put, go back, watch again with the subtitles. You go, ah, oh, okay. Because sometimes it's either you didn't understand because maybe there's a word or expression you don't know. Mm. And then you can see it written and go, ah, oh, I don't know this. And you can look it up and try and find and learn that expression or that word. And then listen to it again when you know what the word is and probably you'll hear it the second time. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe you, you go, oh, but I know this. I know that word, but I couldn't hear it because of the way the person's yeah. speaking or their accent or speaking quickly or many, many reasons, not vocalizing. Yeah. So you go, uh, and then listen to it again without the subtitles and you go, oh, now I understand it because you know what, what the word is that you couldn't catch previously, no? Yeah. So try to yeah, watch yeah. it without, but then yes, use the subtitles. It can be very useful, no? Absolutely. Absolutely. No question. And there, there's another point that we wanted to make about notes, because clearly subtitles will also help you make notes. So for example, you hmm. kind of a word that you don't understand or a new word, suddenly it's much easier for you to make some notes. Now, this is depends on your profile a little bit on your learner profile, whether hmm. you like to take notes or not, there are definitely going to be different types of people and approaches here. Okay, if you are a person who likes that sort of sort of methodology, methodology of writing things down, it's true that if you write things down, generally, you can remember them a little mm. bit better so if you like that style then of course yeah take notes and maybe you can remember that word or that new word a little bit quicker right i mean there's no question about it that that can, that can help certain people yeah. no question right maybe a word that's repeated a lot because it could yeah. be a word that's used once or an expression and not it's not very useful it's not very common you're never going to use it again or hear mm. it again but yeah if you see yeah. maybe there's a word they keep using in a, in a scene several times mm. that you don't know mm. and maybe it's key to understanding so without knowing yeah. the meaning of that particular word you can't really follow the story you know it doesn't make sense so you go okay sure. this word or this expression obviously is important at least in the context of that film maybe in yeah. normal life no it depends and then yeah. that that's worth trying to find out what it means looking it up and then making yeah. a note of it and then and maybe you yeah. learn a very useful common word it's just that Absolutely. you didn't know Absolutely, absolutely. And that takes us on to the next point, which is actually to listen sometimes, if needed, right, to the same thing few times, right, Alistair? Mm. So it's like you you feel that, okay, this is a little bit difficult. It's a little bit over, it's a little bit higher level than I feel comfortable with. So I really want to focus in on a certain five minutes, 10 minutes, right? And you might want to just listen to that various number of times to really get to grips with all of the language in that 10 minutes right get to grips with i think we've covered that in a previous we episode have. we have go back and yeah. listen listeners to get to grips with 
Yes. Well, I, I mean, this is not, there's two things, isn't there? There's one thing that you want to watch a series or a film because you want to watch it like you would in your own language to be entertained. Mm. Yeah. And obviously in another language is much more difficult and can be boring because you're not understanding enough to follow the story and you get lost. Now, what we're talking about here is more like studying while studying. It's sort of listening practice, no? It is, trying yeah. to prove you late, not to enjoy the film because no. you're not going to. And so another thing is don't try to watch a whole movie. It could be two hours long. It's, it's very, very difficult. So one way of doing a sort of trying to improve your listening as an exercise, but not to enjoy the series or the movie is just don't try. Well, don't watch the whole thing. It's too long. Just choose a few scenes. So choose like a scene from the film or the series is no more than five minutes long. And maybe I think the best thing is a film or series you've already seen in Spanish. Mm, yeah. So you already know it. You know more or less what's happening in the series, who the characters are, what the basic plot is. That makes it much easier. So you're familiar with the story. You know? That helps, I think, than something new. Mm. And also you don't mind that you're not being entertained by it because you've seen it before. Yeah, so that's you true. don't care. Yeah. So just choose a five-minute scene, watch it without subtitles, and see how much you understand. And maybe very, maybe it's very little maybe understand 20, 30% or less. It depends on your level and how difficult the subject matter that you're watching. No? And then, okay, go back, watch it again with the English subtitles. And if you want, and this depends, as you say, on the profile of the learner, make mm. some notes, look, identify words that you don't know, write them down, look them up, try to find out the meaning, write down the Spanish translation, and then go back, watch the scene again with those notes trying to listen to those words or identify the words that you didn't know and then yeah. see if now you can hear them and recognize them. Okay. And then go back and watch the whole thing again with no subtitles Yeah, and see if this time you should understand more than the first time, hopefully. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that's just a repeat. Then choose another scene in the same film or the same series and try again. And that's yeah. just repetition. And maybe gradually you could, if you wanted to, work your way through the whole film, which would take weeks. If you did that every day for half an hour, it could take weeks to finish a whole film in that method. Yeah. But I think it's a good way of practicing. It obviously takes patience and dedication and time. So you yeah, have to make does. the effort to do it. But probably yeah. if you do that a lot, you will find when you then try to watch an episode of a series or a film, not because you want to watch it, not trying to learn English, hopefully you'll understand more than you did before. Yeah. That's the idea. No? Now, whether that works for everyone, I don't know, but it's worth trying, I think, if you're No, really... it is. It is. Yeah, it's an interesting method. And I think that the, the important point here really is, is that you, probably you have to think about which method resonates with you to, to a higher degree or lesser degree, let's say. Mm -hmm. So if you're kind of, you might, you might have more of a profile where you say, well, I like to have like the the radio on in the background and like just like Alistair's story mm. where he's kind of listening mm. to the radio absorbing. absorbing it that might be your preferred method but you might your your profile might be quite different you don't like that style so much you mm. prefer to have much more sort oh, you of don't concentrated that, maybe maybe mm. yes and you might be more you know you want to concentrate more you want to analyze more well then in this particular case the method that we were just talked about, Alistair was just talking mm. about, might serve you better. So it's not as if you have to do ev all of these. It's more about choosing the one that you really, really mm. like or you mixing, really enjoy. doing a bit or of mixing. both. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's also, if you're interested, there's lots of YouTube videos I've seen where people 
try to use they say learning english with movies or series and you may yeah. find and not everyone maybe f- likes the way they do it or finds it useful but you might do if you look in mm. youtube you can find a friend learning english with friends i've seen mm. and sometimes mm. i've used them in classes mm. or recommended them sent them to students to, to clients to watch so basically yeah. you have somebody going through a, a, a five minute clip from friends and you listen to it first and and then they go through the vocabulary with subtitles and they analyze the expressions the words and then you watch it again at the end with no subtitles and hopefully the ideas you understood you understand more than at the beginning so it's similar process yeah. to what i was saying yeah that's true so there are that's loads true. of people out there in in the cloud or wherever in internet doing these kind of things helping you with listening skills so you know look yeah. for those kind of videos and see if they help you or try yeah, to do absolutely. it yourself as we as i said before you can yeah. do it yourself yeah. take a series or a film you have at home maybe that you're familiar with i think is probably better not something new and and try to do that that method of that's very concentrated learning like it's like study, it is basically it's very conscious it's learning isn't conscious it? learning it's not to enjoy it's not friday night with a glass of wine that's right yeah. chilling out enjoying a series no. yeah but I, I think there is kind of really interesting so that you actually understand your profile that people have a better understanding of what their profile is sometimes mm. people are not clear on that i mean for me for example i know what my profile is i know which mm. approach i like more but it's kind of important that you kind of get it clear in your mind what type of profile you have and you can only really know that by by testing and looking and seeing mm. which one you enjoy more and which one you feel more relaxed with you know is it more conscious learning or is it more subconscious Mm. learning for example yeah true or try both and see which is best for you yeah and and what produces results if yeah mm. you talk we're talking we're in the results business here yeah Yeah. absolutely and you know that's that's Mm. what what everybody's looking for in terms of language right you want to get results and so what works for you yeah that's really interesting but one thing that's important is as we sort of briefly mentioned is different things are easier or more difficult to understand so things like yes. radio, like people presenting radio shows or podcasts tend to speak like us in a podcast. In a much, yeah. in a, they tend to vocalize and speak more clearly because that's yeah. just the way they're, they're trained often as journalists or to speak like that. But fil- So films and series are very different. They're the most difficult thing to understand, I think. Yes. Um, yes. For all kinds of reasons. So maybe it depends. If you really want to understand films and series, well, try. You just have to work at it a long time and you will gradually understand more but at the beginning maybe try to listen to like bbc like news videos about news or the radio podcasts on things you're interested in as we've said before and they're always going to be easier to not necessarily easy but easier to understand than any movie or series that's yeah. just a fact. Well, that, uh, yeah, I find absolutely. that in Spanish for me. I can understand. Oh, yeah. No I question. turn on the radio, I understand usually 100% or 95%, yeah. for example, yeah. or a podcast or a yeah. football discussion program. I can understand everything mm-hmm. they say. But mm-hmm. I watch a film, like I just said, trying to watch this series about cocaine dealers <laughs> in Madrid in the yeah. 90s, and it's very difficult, yeah. obviously. It is. Because of the, it is. The, the content and the way that people speak, etc. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, I couldn't agree more. In fact, yeah, they are that mm-hmm. that's I, I would consider almost news, like literally the news bulletin or news on the radio or anything like that, mm-hmm. as probably my number one source yeah. of trying to trying sort to understand a, or a, a political language. discussion program where they're debating yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Current affairs. I mean, or... it is it's such a good source. It really is. It, and, and normally it uses a wide variety of vocabulary. You normally have some sort of picture if you're watching on the TV, mm, you have images, a picture at the back. Definitely. 
with the news. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So you kind of got an idea what they're talking about, especially if this is your lower level, right? So you kind of got an idea what they're talking about. And then you're kind of connecting that vocabulary to that image. You, you kind of understand the topic. And so bit by bit, you kind of think, okay, yeah, I understand that. And then the next, and then the next story comes along also partly because they're, they're separate stories, right? So you're kind of mm. like, you're not continuously lost. You might be lost about one, one particular, but, but then, you know, then the next story comes along and, and you understand a little bit more. Yeah. And also great, if you're you know? following the news in your own language, language so I mean, if you know what's going on the war in ukraine and yeah whatever the that's news true, is, yeah the electricity prices and the cost of living and so all the yeah. topics that are being talked about in your own language on tv on the news so if you watch the bbc news or cnn they're talking about the same things usually yeah pretty much so you already yeah, have an idea and you've got images as you say usually in the you know so you go okay this is about the war in ukraine i know something mm. about that yeah or yeah, oil yeah. prices or whatever it may be so that's yeah. very useful. There's something in the BBC they do, a BBC website, a One Minute World News, I think it's called, or the World uh-huh. News in One Minute. Right. So they basically just give you a summary of the, the today's events in a minute yeah. with yeah. with three or four different stories from the day, very quickly, obviously, in a minute. I think that's very useful, for example, at least yeah, to begin absolutely. with. absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got absolutely. images, you more or less know what's happening in the world, so you've got an idea what they're talking about. Yeah. And it's a minute, no? So, you, and if you just watch it again and again, re, re, repetition, repetition, yeah, gradually you should start understanding more and more. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, fantastic, great. Well, I think there's just one other little piece of advice that we wanted to give, which is to do with something that sometimes we forget, right? Which is volume. Okay, mm. now this this happened to me quite a lot in in when I was trying to learn Spanish. It's like different people to speak to me in different volumes. Okay, and when when that happened, generally it was much much easier for me to listen to somebody who would kind of like speak clearly and speak with a high volume because it just would help me to understand mm, that and then you can do that of course you can do that with with a, any sort of media that you're listening to just increase the volume a little bit because it will it will help you to kind of just get a little bit more clarity sometimes we uh, sometimes as Alistair was saying especially with videos and uh, you know films and series there's a lot of background noise there are a lot of people speaking at mm. the same time so uh, increasing that volume a little bit can help as well I think and just just gives you a little bit more clarity in terms of kind of identifying small little expressions I think mm. it definitely helps yeah yeah listening so. with the headphones no or headphones ear- as well headphones. yeah I think it makes it clear yeah. it's easier to hear what people are saying yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so definitely, yeah, that works. And with podcasts, for example, you can usually on your phone or whatever you're listening on, you can adjust the speed. So if you don't, if you're having problems understanding some part of it or all of it, you can put it at like half speed or something. So you can listen to a bit half speed and then listen to it in normal speed. Yeah. So hopefully when you listen to it again, you'll understand better than after listening to it slower. And you go, oh, okay, now I catch that word that I couldn't hear before. And yeah. listen to it at normal speed. Ah, yeah, now I can hear it. Yeah. So that's fantastic, another thing. You do. I mean, there are many methods, you know, that you can use yeah. these days that didn't sure. exist in the past. Sure, sure. So there you go. Those are basically our tips mm-hmm. for Luis. Hopefully, Luis, you listen to this particular episode. I've, and, thank and you under- very much. 
and got yeah, the gist, understood. or more than the gist, <laughs> I, the I gist. hope, of what we're talking It's a long one today. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, it is a, big, a long one. It's it a big a topic. One. So It is a big topic. It's mm. true. It's true. Yeah. So I won't I won't do a summary today because otherwise it will make the, mm-hmm. the, the, the whole episode much too, too long. People but hopefully, Louise... get bored. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Hopefully, Louise, that was interesting and gives gives you a better idea about what you need to do and to, to deal with that frustration of not being able to understand any sort of oh, films or... And uh, listeners, please, you know, get in touch, send us emails and... Absolutely. Tell us your methods, or if you've found a method that works for you, let us know. Yeah. We'll we'll mention it, no? Because we. we, Absolutely, yeah. We don't know all the methods or what's good works for one person doesn't work for another. No, and absolutely. And and what Luis has done here by sending us a a question, it really helps us to think about how we can help our listeners. So if you have any questions in particular, then do let us know as well, because that really kind of inspires us as well to to give as much value as possible. So as usual, Alistair, amazing to speak with you. And thank you very much for your time. Thank you. I managed to get through to the end without coughing. So yeah, you did very well. You did very (coughs) well. Fantastic. Yeah, great stuff, great stuff. So thank you very much, and uh, basically I'll see you again next week, okay? Yeah, see you next week, bye. All right, cheers then, see you, bye-bye.